Pierre. This is Pam Perry, and welcome to Speakers Magazine Show. We have a great show again for you today to learn all about the awesome speakers that are in our ecosystem that are doing great things. Uh, one in particular was featured in our July issue of Speakers Magazine, David Simons. He is actually uh, on deck. Uh, I'll bring him up in a second, but this is David here, and I'll read you a little bit of the formal bio, and then we'll kind of go behind the pages and really talk to him about what really makes him tick. So David Simon, he's a speaker, trainer, coach, author, and mediapreneur. So that's a new word, mediapreneur. He'll tell you a little bit what that means. And the, one of the quotes he says is, the biggest risk you will take in life is not taking risks, okay? David utilizes his offline and online skills to help people discover, develop, and distribute their purpose to the world. His passion and excitement for media has attracted the likes of Fortune 500 companies, influential speakers, coaches, nonprofit churches, and entrepreneurs. He obtained his digital media degree from Sacramento State University and a master's degree in entertainment business from Full Sail University. David is CEO of Kingdom Social Media a fast-growing digital marketing agency designed to help influential leaders and leading organizations to dominate the market online by leveraging high-quality webinars and premium online programs. David has spoken and trained at various organizations, including but not limited to the American Family Association, the College of New Jersey, the Full Throttle Experience with Delatoro McNeil, who you've seen on the cover of Speakers Magazine, Mogulcom, Global X, Living Faith Christian Center, the U.S. Department of Defense, and Kingdom Chamber of Commerce, and many others. David has been recognized by Entrepreneur.com, Dell, Yahoo, Forbes, Huffington Post, Hootsuite for his strategies in social media. David is a podcast host of the show, How I Discovered My Gift. So we'll ask him about how he discovered his. David enjoys teaching and in spare time is an adjunct professor at Temple University teaching social media marketing. That's in Philly. Uh, he and his wife, Abigail, who I met, who I just adore, uh, he lives by the rule, like, like I said, the biggest risk you will take in life is not taking risks. So with that, I welcome David. <laughs> thank, you. thank you for having me on. Thank you for having oh, me on. Thank you. thank you. You know, we met in uh, outside of Philly. Uh, right. We met at the other cover girl, uh, Dr. Danielle which I don't have her magazine. Oh, here it is. I do happen to have it. We met where at this conference where you and your wife are there and you were celebrating an anniversary. Yes, right. Our 10th year anniversary, 10 year wedding anniversary. That was so <laughs> cute. That was so cute. You, Darnell had you and uh, Abigail come up on the stage and you kind of did the whole thing. And it was just like, you just melted all of our hearts. Like, Aww. oh, that's just so neat. So anyway, so then you told us about how you all met and all of that. And that was just a story in itself. So <laughs> one of the first questions I want to ask you, so how did you discover your gift, right? Because wow. you have a podcast, so you're yeah. going to ask other people. So how did you discover your gift? Wow, that's a great question. Um I believe that a lot of times gifts are not clearly and easily recognized. So I honestly discovered my gift uh, in an unnatural way by doing it and serving in the church that I was working um, a, as a part of. I was teaching um, essentially like 
salvation classes and and people get it we had this thing called the g12 program and it was all about um discipleship and i was i was just volunteered to teach and i did it and like all the people enjoyed coming to my class and yeah. they got so much value and i would just do that little things like that i'd teach and i'd bring in i, I used to mentor a lot of young men they'd come mm -hmm. into my home and we do bible study and i would be teaching and I didn't know that teaching was a gift because yeah. I had always thought that teaching was, even though the Bible talks about it, I thought it was for a classroom. I thought like you had to be a teacher to right. be like in a formal setting to be, a, you know, have the gift of it. And so um, that's when I really started to see, I was like, wow, people kept saying it over and over and over and over. And um, I think th from then it just, it just morphed into my wife would see it and, really, really push it and encourage me. And my church would see it. They'd bring me in to do different things. And then I kind of just accepted it. Like, this is what I need to do. I need to be teaching. I need to be coaching. I need to be mentoring. And um, I think that's how I discovered it. And the, and the things that we do so naturally that are so easy and effortless for us is something that um, is our gift. Because right. it's, it feels like if you're doing it, it's just joy. And it's interesting that you said uh, the name of your company is um, Kingdom, which obviously talks about the kingdom mm -hmm. uh, that you discovered your gift in the church. And the same with me as well. And I, I think maybe that's a lot for, for, for us because that's just like where we grow our spiritual side. But I remember being in my church as well where the pastor would always give me assignments where I'm promoting events or conferences or things that have to do with um, getting, trying to get people to the church, right? I'm just like promoting. So mm. I would always just try to like figure out creative ways to how to promote and how to really bring people into the church for the different programs, whether it was a play, whether it was a concert, whether it was a special day, you know, we had all these say youth day, children's day, women's day, you know? Yeah. And one day he said to me, he says, girl, he says, you are good at PR. She says, you like, you're going to do PR for Jesus. And I was like, PR, I said, and I was a teenager at the time. I said, what is wow. PR? And he says, publicity, public relations. Yeah. And I looked it up and I says, oh, my God, that is it. But that's how I discovered the gift, the gift that I had about promoting and promotion, because I'm excited about bringing in people into the fold and creative ways, whether I'm doing little knocking on the doors, whether little signs, whether a postcard, uh, doing uh, the, the things way back then that people were doing this before social media. Amazing. So, So tell me a little bit about your background. So now you're in social media and uh, had you always wanted to do something in computers or what was your first, I guess you would say, uh, career choice, I guess you would say, or the thing that you thought you were going to do? Right. Wow. So I always, I always start with um, my upbringing. I grew up in a very strict household. My parents are from Ghana, West Africa. And so they gave us four options. You can be a lawyer, a doctor, engineer, or accountant. That's <laughs> the only things that are respected. You've heard this story. <laughs> and, uh, and so I was supposed to be the engineer. My older, my younger brother is supposed to be the doctor. And I get into, so I'll give a little background. I get into high school and uh, I'm, in, I'm in high school and I'm not doing so well in one of my English classes. <clears throat> Short story is that I um, I crack into the system. I change my grade from a D to a B in English, <laughs> and I get expelled. 
And uh, very smart way to do it, though. (laughs) (laughs) It's not like you're expelled for like drinking in the air or smoking, but it's like for cracking into a computer. Okay, all right. (laughs) Exactly. So, you know, I really, I mean, I so I'm saying that because that's where kind of some of my technical skills, like Mm -hmm. I had these technical abilities. Um, and I was using it the wrong way, but it was there. Obviously, my mom didn't see it that way. Uh, very upset, very disappointed because she she immigrated here through education. So I was disrespecting the very thing she used right. to get here, uh, scholarships. So from there, I got miraculously got into college and I got into an engineering program. Um, and I was supposed to be a mechanical engineer. So the first two years as a mechanical engineer, first year was fine. The second year, I'm like, yeah, I hate this. I don't want to be there for the rest of my life. And um, I have to now present to my mother. I've already been expelled. I've already got in a lot of trouble. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm already on academic probation, by the way. Um, and I send, I, I, I write her a seven page letter because I knew I wasn't going to get a word in. She wouldn't let me get a word in. So I wrote her a letter explaining I'm going to go into this thing called digital media. And at the time, this is 2005. Nobody knows what that word is. Yes. Like It's a very yes. foreign word. And I was using MySpace. I was using Facebook uh, for anybody that remembers the MySpace. I, I know you do, fam. I do. I, I was doing my HTML coding on MySpace. See? You, you know all about it. The top eight and everything, right? And Tom. Uh, but, but I was using that for fun. I didn't know that this would be an industry. I was just yeah. helping my friends that had brands, you know, grow their brands, grow their friends. I was using, again, using the technical skills. I found tools that could help grow a page really quick and do all these things and help them market better. And I didn't know that it was marketing, to be honest. Yeah. I was just yeah. doing it. And uh, <clears throat> from there, that that led me to leave um, California to work for a company called TerraCycle, where I worked for about four and a half years in my dream job <clears throat> as a global digital media manager. So I was handling brands like Kraft, Frito-Lay, Huggies, Staples, and managing all the partnerships for these digital marketing campaigns around, you know, recycling and green, green things related to green business. And um, um, while there, I was working on in the business and I mean, working for the company and I built my business on the side, built social media on the side. And one thing led to another, uh, eventually left corporate America. Actually, the truth is I was let go after four and a half years. Um, uh, no real reason, but I'm grateful for that. Mm-hmm. And and that's what led me to to Kingdom Social Media today. And that was a divine, uh, I guess you would say, party. Yes. Right? So sure. many times we look at it's like, oh, my God, was you know, but it really led for Kingdom Social Media to come about. True. And for you to tell that story for anyone who's afraid of really, uh, really going full throttle into yeah. their gift. Right. Because. Now you have a, a story to tell when you speak. Obviously, one of the things, the areas that you speak on has to do with about finding your gift, finding your purpose, regardless of what other people think. Because I know, being from Ghana, that that was that you only had so many choices. I have um, some cousins and things that from the area, and it's just kind of like, hey, you can be a doctor. I don't care what kind of doctor. You can be a chiropractor, whatever, but you're going to go to medical school of some sort. And it's like... What do you mean? You're playing around on social media. You're doing digital. And in the early 2000s, before 2010, yeah. it was really very rare yeah. that people were doing that. So, And so now you have the gift of teaching 
along with the natural ability or skill to understand technology and digital world. And you're doing this marketing. So then you have the kingdom social media. So how do you combine that gift of teaching with the, uh, the technical skills or the social media part of your gifting, I guess you would say those two gifts combined. Absolutely. So I feel like everything has a story. So the, the reason, the, the reason I even, um, was able to kind of sustain when I got let go was I, um, I hired my first coach. Um, his name is Daniel Alley. He's a speaker as well. And, um, and you know, at the time I was like, this investment, I'll say the investment, it was, it was a stretch for me. It was like $500 a month. I was like, Oh my God. Like, yeah, I was oh, scared. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you would let go of your job too. So yeah. it was just kind of like, okay, what am I doing here? Yeah, yeah. exactly. I was nervous and I it did that. And, and he was telling me, he's like, David, you're getting too big for your job. It's time for you to leave. And I was about to fire him, but he had a clause in the contract where I couldn't fire him. And, and I was just like, you don't understand. I got a wife. I, you know, I got to support some things at home. And, and he, he was like, no, you got, you got to prepare to leave. And I was like, I, I don't see how. And then I was eventually let go. But when I was let go, there was um, um, I was listening to all this personal development. I was told to join Toastmasters and Toastmasters, mm-hmm. amazing organization. Yes. Um, and one of the I got a mentor there and the mentor heard me speak and he said, hey, I need you because I was teaching on one of the, you know, one of the things they have to do in the introductory. And he saw the potential in my speaking and teaching. And he his name's Chuck. Chuck was like, you need to. um." I want you to, I have an automotive consulting group. I want you to come speak to um, some of my clients. I have about, I think he had about seven or eight clients coming in, flew in from, from all over the country to Philly, all in the automotive space. I, I start teaching on some of the concepts. So this is kind of where the merger of these things kind of came. And they're like, wow, that's awesome. I love what you were sharing about social media, digital marketing. I don't know how to do any of that how do you do it? Um, I was like, yeah, we could do it. And I literally am still working for corporate America mm-hmm. and I signed five clients in one shot. Oh right? my God. So, so it was just like, God has shown me that um, he had told me before you got to prepare for growth. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so that whole transition kind of forced me. I wasn't even thinking in that way. I was thinking I want to build a training business exclusively, but it came to the point where people needed implementation. So yeah. And I knew how to do the implementation. And that so, I, yeah. yeah. So that's kind of how it, it, it kind of the merger happened between teaching and, and the actual doing of the work. Um, it kind of forced me into it. And I was like, well, hey, it makes more sense. Why not? Why not teach and serve and do, mm-hmm. the, do the done for you for clients? I love that. That is like most people do not have that happen to them that they sign up five clients immediately like when they decide to step out of the boat right and walk on the water right so you've got like five clients already there and you're doing the thing that's so natural for you to do because you were really teaching or explaining to them or speaking telling them how to use digital marketing how to use social media how to really market and have an online presence and that sort of thing so so what I like, what was the the greatest, I guess you would say, uh, inspiration for, you know, it seems like you are very savvy about like, I need a mentor, I need a coach, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. So 
Was that something that you always sought out or was that the way you kind of grew up in terms of finding an inspiration? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. Um, I, um, I was introduced to kind of more of the personal development world. Shout out to my friend, Abraham, um, pretty much through the time I was in multi-level marketing and and also shout out to Primerica. So I was Primerica financial representative. I remember Primerica. You remember those, (laughs) that company. Um, So I got really, I learned about uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki, started reading books about um, all these different greats and Zig Ziglar's and all Mm -hmm. Les Brown's, of course. Jim Rohn, probably. Uh, Yes, Jim Rohn, for sure. (laughs) And I'm hearing all this stuff. And I'm like, wow, it's it's amazing to me. So so that kind of sparked the seed. And <clears throat> as far as the coaching side, I, I'll be honest that I told you that first coach was I, I'm glad for that experience. But it was it was a mental stretch for me. I couldn't fathom paying that. And it was like it was like for one hour a month, too. I was like, wow, I'm uh, you know, like like, can I get four sessions or, you know, like it was, it was, it was a stretch mentally. And I'm thankful that my, my wife was supportive. Um, and I'm thankful that, um, uh, I'm thankful for that experience. Cause it let now, I mean, shoot, that, that's, that's a regular, a regular part of my, uh, revenue goes into coaching. Like it's just yeah. natural. It's automatic. So, um, that inspiration, I came, came through multiple sources that, that the multi-level marketing side, my friend Abraham, and just being an overall optimistic person. I loved hearing personal mm-hmm. development. And that's what kind of got me into wanting to speak too, because I, and in fact, I was listening to a Zig Ziglar tape. I, ne- I remember it clearly. And I was like, wow, this is what I want to do. I, not only, you know, there's a digital marketing side to me, but there's a personal development side to me mm-hmm. as well. I said, I, I want to mm-hmm. just that impact of of these speakers on my life, I want to pour into other people's lives. Exactly. Exactly. That is probably the main reason why I love doing speakers magazine, doing the speakers Mm -hmm. magazine show is because the speakers that I talk to are so inspiring because they have been inspired Mm -hmm. and they are just really paying it forward. So the people who've poured into your life, you're pouring into others. And that is such a, a, to me, I don't think there's anything better than that. I'm sure there's other people that say, well, you know, you could. But for me, that's really what it's all about, because you yeah. were inspired by, you know, the different people in your life. And then when people when you speak, you're changing someone else's life and they'll say, I remember right. listening to David Simons and he said this and that, you right. know, he said that the biggest risk you will ever take in life is not taking risk, you know, and yeah. that's something that probably that will stay with people. So mm-hmm. that's what really makes you tick. And you, and you know that, and you do the podcast and you really talk about it. Uh, yeah. What is a question you think that most people really ask you in terms of business now for kingdom yeah. social media? So people come to you and they're asking you, what what is the the one thing that maybe you need to create a course about because you're always answering the same question what yeah. is the main thing that people are really asking you all the time they ask me the question they ask me is what's the what's the best one of the best methods to market my business online mm-hmm. um and i always tell them that online has to mirror offline and how the, the and it will never match it will never match ever right it's not possible for online to completely match offline but i always say that there's a business that business is done by the speed of trust mm-hmm. right who you know like and trust mm-hmm. 
So you need to find the method that's the fastest way to get or the closest to that offline experience. And I believe that is webinars, which is why mm -hmm. we focus or live video, technically, mm -hmm. uh, why we focus on that market. And if you look at if you look at it, there's a hierarchy. Right. So at the bottom layer. Right. If you look online, you have text. Text is, you know, somebody reads it. They can kind of get, you know, read an email, see some text on a post. That's the first layer. The second layer is imagery. So they say a picture is worth a thousand words. They might correlate. Yeah, there you go. They might correlate to the picture. That's the second layer, second level. The third level is uh, recorded audio, like a podcast or mm -hmm. the, or the second, the, I, I call this third layer A and third layer, third level B would be live audio like clubhouse which i know you love so <laughs> that's that's live audio then above that is 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 video that's live i'm not sorry video that's pre-recorded -re -pre and then mm -hmm. above that is what we're doing right now live video mm -hmm. um so no that's script. the highest sorry <laughs> no script just no script just yeah. Just yeah. exactly you see all you can they can see the flubs they can hear the cough they can hear what that natural authenticity and that's what I tell people when they ask me that question. This is the best method to generate sales online because it's the method that most clearly matches offline experiences and that in-person touch. Love that. And most people, David, are probably, I won't say afraid, but to go live is a phobia, is a thing. I yes. realize that, that people just really feel like, I can't do that. I can't just right. open up my camera and just start talking. It's like, well, if you were to meet me in person, mm -hmm. you start talking. That's <laughs> so, right. So why can't you do it online? And in the last two years, post pandemic, we have to learn how to Zoom. And, right. and that became a verb, right? It's like, oh, we're catching me on the Zoom. Right. Uh, so, so those are the things that people are now doing that before the pandemic, they probably said, nah, I'm not going to do that. David is telling me that's, that's, I don't have to do live video, but right. okay. For the last two years, since 2020, people are like, okay, I got to get a zoom account or some kind of StreamYard account or some kind of Twitch or whatever. And mm -hmm. so that's how we really do it. And so when you tell people that, then you then can say, Hey, I can give you a course, give you training or it's like, well, I can show you how to do it and I set it up for you. Or is it a combination of both? Great question. Yeah, we, we have three levels that we serve people. Um, we do have courses um, that they can learn from that are more done, done do it yourself uh, yeah. option. Uh, we do have training coaching programs as well. That's the done with you option. Mm -hmm. So for us, we have um, a couple of things. We have a, a, a program called done with you webinars where we show them how to do all the pieces that they need for their webinars. Oh, and then that. we have the, the, the highest level is the consulting. So we break it down into courses, coaching and consulting. And the consulting side is where we do it for them. Yeah. So that's white glove webinars. Mm -hmm. So where we handle all the different pieces, intricacies from, from start to finish. So if somebody needs, so we handle the whole process, all the client need to do needs to do is present their uh, information, have their, um, the information that we can help and extract them. We design the slides, we create the offer, we design the traffic. I mean, we get the traffic, 
We do the ad copy. We do the ads. We do the graphics. We do all of it um, wow. and help the client um, with that service. So, um, yeah, yeah. Three That's layers. cool. That is cool. Well, one of the things when we first met, when we were at uh, Dr. Darnell's event and you said, yeah, I don't know how it came out or something. And you said, I don't know, you weren't bragging anything, but you said something about uh a master's degree from Full Sail University. And I just kind of went to the full, like, full mode, like, oh, I love Full Sail University. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, if I could do my life again, I would go to Full Sail University. That's all I would do. You know, yeah. kind of like that is the thing because you yeah. saw it early. You saw yeah. it early. You saw it in my space, right? You saw yeah. it in my Face. And yes. I remember seeing Full Sail University. And so you're doing video for people. You're doing editing. Do you edit podcasts and, and help people with podcasts as well? Uh, we have the capability. We don't really we don't have it as a service, though. We have the capability. Yeah, yeah, have the capability. Yeah. If, 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 a, if one of your consulting clients say, hey, you know, I'm doing right. all this. It's like, yep, we can do that, too, because I've got a master's degree from Full Sail University. So, right. so the few minutes that we have left. So mm -hmm. when People are asking you to speak and they're hiring you to speak. Are they more or less like doing workshops or they're keynoting? Um, what are the favorite things that you would say that people have said to you? It's like, I really thought that was good because obviously, you know, you've got your first five clients by doing a workshop. But what are some of the favorite topics that you speak on or, or you say that repeatedly people are just saying that really changed my life? I really uh, enjoyed that. Can you come and, you know, they would start referring you to other people? Right. Yeah. Great question. So uh, a lot of people come to me for first one is um, how to how to leave the nine to five. Right. My transition yeah. process. Yeah. Right. How to how do I leave that nine to five and then break into um, your dream business or dream job or I mean, from the dream job to the dream business. Um, like that's that. one one component. Uh, the other is um, how to how to distribute your gifts through through um, how to distribute your gifts online. So that's the, the marketing, building coaching programs, building uh, courses. How do, how do I monetize my mind? Right. right. So, so we yeah. teach on that. Um, and then the other one is um, how do I discover my gift? Like what, what are the process? What's the process to discovering my gift? Um, and um, like, mm -hmm. how do I find out what it is and how do I leverage it? Do you think people who are quote unquote multi-passionate, do you try to get them to say, well, let's start with one first or when, I know people can have many gifts, but there's one main gift, right? right. So, so how do you, do you recommend or see people to really lead with one first until you really master that one? Yeah. I, I always say that it's important to, to see what, what is like, effortless for you that the one that's the most effortless yeah and you're, you're definitely right we all have most people have multiple gifts um what's the one that's effortless that you you can't get enough information about you you're it's unquenchable you'll never learn enough about it you're just continue to learn and also that has the ab ability uh um that it has buying power people are looking for that or in that's some way so that's yeah. really important the monetization component is key i think there are plenty of gifts but people aren't leveraging that monetization and, and you should so mm -hmm. tapping into all those areas that's true because someone can say well i have a gift of eating ice cream but no one's going to pay you to do that. <laughs> right, <exactly. laughs> 
It's like that's not a gift. That's something you just love to do. Okay. That's right. That's right. Sitting down eating hogan dazs ice cream on the couch. It's not a gift. Okay. That's not that's not anything. True. So yeah. So you have said some of your favorite speakers and then some of the topics that you like to speak on, as well as motivating people as well. And so one of the main things overall, I guess you would say, what is the main thing that kind of like makes you tick in terms of like if you were to speak to a um, I don't know, just say a high school graduation or someone's graduation, say full state university said, well, we want you to come back and speak to our graduates or something like that. That would be a good thing. Put it out there that you're going to be speaking to a graduation class of full sale university of 2023. Uh, what is the main, to- what would the topic of that speech be? The, the topic of that speech would be the impact of not distributing your gift. Mm. Um, and and I and I say that because I shared earlier I made a lot of mistakes growing up made some some foolish things, and I realized I didn't understand what my gift is. And when you don't understand what your gift is, if you Dr. Miles used to say if you if you if you don't know what your purpose is, abuse is inevitable. You're gonna yeah. you're gonna misuse and abuse is the misuse of something. So the impact of not distributing your gift is is understanding that your life affects other people's lives. So for example, if I don't walk into my call of helping people to discover their gifts, maybe there's Johnny that's at that graduation that you're talking about. But if I don't walk into my call and Johnny didn't hear the message that I'm supposed to teach that God has given me to share with the world. And Johnny feels like there's no worth in me. I don't have any value. I don't, I'm not, I'm a, I'm a bane to society. Society doesn't value me. I don't value society. And then Johnny decides to kill himself. Well, Mm -hmm. I have now, as crazy as that sounds, that blood is on my hands because Mm -hmm. I didn't walk into God's purpose for my life. God never gives you a gift for yourself. It's always for you to give to other people. My friend taught me this, that a, a tree can't eat its own fruit. Right. So, <laughs> so, so if, if, if my fruit is not for me and it's for you, then I'm supposed to make sure that I operate in my gifts so people can eat the fruit. Cause if they can't eat the fruit, they're, they're going to really be affected by it. Cause God gives us all a responsibility of people like, just like with you, Pam, there's a, there's a, there's a brand you've built and there's, there's lives attached to your life. And so if you didn't step into your call, there are so many speakers and so many people that wouldn't be able to walk into their full call. So mm-hmm. it's really, that's what message I would, that gets me going. And uh, you can tell, you yeah. can tell. He's like, <laughs> he's, he's, he's auditioning right now, full sale. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. yeah. That is one of the things that I say. It was, uh, I used to have it hanging in front of me. It was a dream builder, star maker. Just one day that just kind of popped in my spirit. It's a mm-hmm. dream builder, star maker, meaning helping others build their dreams. Right. And then creating stars. And wow. so when I look at some of the people, and it's been a lot of people, I can't remember, but they are stars in their own right because some of the skills that I had in promoting them and that sort of thing. And that's something that does bring you joy. It yes. just And it's really funny, too, that the, the issue that you're in is the one that the faithpreneur issue where Dr. Stacey N.C. Grant oh, is on the cover as well. <laughs> and so she really talks about being a faithpreneur. That's what she walks in. That's what she mm. talks about in. And she says... um, 
a lot of it. She talks about the arc of Faith Panures. You know how kind of mm -hmm. like you know Noah was like, "What is what you doing, Noah?" It's like you're building an ark, like what? But right. it's like that's what the Faith Panures kind of like. So what did you say you're doing? You're gonna yeah. go digital marketing, like really? And this is like 2005 or whatever. It's yeah. Like, so that's <laughs> one of the main things too. So go to speakersmagazine.com, pick up the issue. David is in here, and um, this video will be there as well at Speakers Magazine, so you can watch it often but i want you to go to david d simons uh, com to actually you know book him to speak find out more what else can they find there too david um they can learn about our coaching programs that we have we have okay. a program called premium online programs they can they can connect to our podcast how i discovered my gift uh they can download a free got free guide and free resource about learning how to charge a premium for their pricing uh, for that's their services. That's so, what I'm talking about. Yes. Yeah. Good, good. So that's where all the good stuff is. So go to DavidDSimons.com and actually get your free gift and listen to the podcast. And if they want to be a guest on your podcast, do you have guests or is it just primarily you? Yeah, I do have guests. In fact, I was going to say, I would love to have you on. I would hey, love to I would have love you on. To. I would love I to. Yes. Because <laughs> we talked about our gifts, how we found our gifts in church. You know, when you think yeah. about singers and things like that. So you always say, oh, they sang in church or whatever, right. you know, whether it was Stephanie Mills or Whitney Houston, right? Uh, you know, they sang in church. And so churches stir up the gift of us, stir right? They stir it up. And so I would say, you know, make sure that you, um, you know, just really stay connected, stay attuned spiritually, because that's where yeah. the God is really trying to speak to you through that. And so make sure that you're listening and you'll just find that um, your life will just really be so much better when you're flowing and allowing the gift to flow through you. And there's a, there's a consequence if you don't really use your gift. It's the, the, the parable of the talents, right? It's oh, like, yeah. Oh, you don't want to be that wicked, wicked person that didn't, didn't use the talent. So you want to make sure that you're using the talent. And I, I'm so proud of you of doing oh, what you're doing as well. Kingdom social media, uh, com. That is so good. So, David, thank you so much for joining us thank today. So much, and I will talk with you later. All righty. God bless. God bless you too.